by Golanen. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek, and this is a new thing that I'm starting for my channel, where on Thursdays I'll be releasing short little videos on just random thoughts that I have about the Legendarium or interesting trivia tidbits that don't merit like a full-scale video because they just there's not enough to talk about for one reason or another. And in today's video, I want to talk about one of the things that just randomly occurred to me the other day, which was the hill of Amon-Hin and its sister hill, Amon-Law, over on, well, Lao actually is how it should be pronounced, on the other side of the Anduin. Amon-Hin, you will of course recognize as the one where the breaking of the fellowship occurs and where Frodo goes and sees a lot of things distantly. It's this, the two hills are the hill of seeing and the hill of hearing, basically, is what they are. And that's why, apparently, Frodo is able to see a lot of things at a great distance. He can he kind of like zooms in on things happening far away, seeing armies moving around, and then his last vision is of the village. Uh, the his last vision is of the Tower of Baradur, and then that's when it seems like Sauron is kind of aware of him and searching for him, and he merely escapes being noticed by him. And then later on, Aragorn comes up to the same hill and sits in the same seat, attempting to get a vision himself, but apparently sees nothing. And this raises several questions. The other one is called the Hill of Hearing, and there's a seat on that one too. And the interesting thing about that is, like, what would you hear, and how would you interpret it if you didn't see? Because Frodo sees but doesn't hear, and the other one apparently you would hear but not see. Do they work in conjunction? The other interesting thing about this connection is it seems to mirror very strongly Manwe and Varda, who, when they are together in their tower of Taniquatil, see and hear, one, you know, one, one sees, the other hears, further and more than anybody else in all of Arda. And that's an interesting thing to think about on its own terms, but now we get kind of the same pairing of senses on these two hills. And what is it about these two hills? Is it these two sites are just, for whatever reason, kind of semi-magical in Middle-earth? Or is it because what the Numenorians, presumably Numenorians, put on those hills, the seats they put there, are they magically enhanced? The other interesting thing about that is it's kind of interesting to compare these to the Palantir, uh, Palantiri, all of them. The Palantiri are so focused on seeing. You can direct the vision where you want to, you can communicate with other Palantiri, but I, there's really no sound. So in some ways, these hills are actually more powerful in a sense, but we don't necessarily get the idea that they're as easy to direct either, because it seems like Aragorn is hoping kind of for a passive vision, and that seems to be what happens to Frodo. He certainly doesn't know enough to expect to be able to do this it just kind of happens to him. Does it happen to him because he has the ring and Aragorn doesn't get anything because he has no magical enhancement item? Who knows? I mean, we don't really ever get any of this explained in the narrative. Is it kind of a thing that just fate decides whether you hear or see anything if you're sitting in one of these seats? Has Aragorn used them before? He clearly knows about them because he goes there and hopes something is going to happen, which means he knows of it. And he's broadly traveled, so has he used them before? Has he seen or heard anything with them before? 
You know, there's so many things suggested by this short little story in which we are focused on many other things going on right around where we are that we tend to forget what's going on in this moment because we leave it and then the next thing we know, Boromir's dying and, oh my gosh, things are happening. But when you stop and think about it, it's like, man, we need more information on this. Like, <laughs> Tolkien wrote notes and notes and notes and notes and notes. Did he ever give us anything related to Amon Hin and Amon Law? Lao, rather? I don't think he actually did. I don't remember there being anything in the history of Middle-earth where he really explains this. And, of course, there are some things better left unexplained. And that's what makes this a Thursday Thoughts video, because... I mean, there's really nothing else to say. It's like, we don't know how it works. We don't know why it works. We don't know who can use it. We don't really know anything about it. But dang, it would be interesting if we did. So that's my first Thursday Thoughts video. And, well, see you on the next one. Thanks to all the channel supporters, especially Elf Friends PA Brew News, Tracy Meehan, Nathan DeFore, Paul Leone, and Oleg Gregg.